Welcome to Beyond the Field Podcast, your weekly dose of finance, property, and epic people doing epic things powered by the team at Money Empire. Get informed and entertained with the coolest cats in the business. Welcome back to Beyond the Field. My name's Goran. I've got my trusty sidekick, Sanj Silver here. Sanj, how are you? Very good, thank you. Good to be here. Fantastic. Lovely to have you. Thank you. Good. Don't keep, no, don't keep going. Today we've got a very special guest, um, someone who's just recently joined the company um, as an insurance advisor. Lucy, welcome to our Forte podcast here. Thank you very much, Karen. I'm pleased to be here. Awesome. Fantastic. Um, just to start things off, I'm going to hit you with some quick, quick fire questions. Fire That's away. It is. Quick, quick fire. fire questions. <laughs> yes. It's a tongue quick. twister. It is a tongue twister. Um, tell me the date of birth of your partner. Um, the 11th of July, 1987. Fantastic. That was a hard one. You could have made anything out. Like, we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have a clue. clue. <laughs> <laughs> I did have to think about it That's for good. a moment, though. That's good. Um, one thing that you don't like to share. That I don't like to share. Mm-hmm. Um, share about myself or share with other oh, people? Oh, just like things, food or whatever. Oh, yeah, I don't like to share food. Okay, no. that's good. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, I'm a big foodie. I don't like to share my food, okay. especially when I'm hungry. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, keep it on food. Favorite food? Favorite food would be seafood, and my favorite seafood would be oysters. Oh, my God. Wow, there's a, there's not too many of those in the office, actually. I actually no. like all seafood. There's not okay. one seafood I don't like. Nice. Fantastic. Good. Really good. Can't go wrong. Um, you've joined the company recently as an insurance advisor, but we'd like to... Um, Get the listeners to hear more about yourself just in terms of personality and who you are so give us a little bit of a background on yourself a background on myself i've got a very varied background um i'll start off with a few things about myself i'm quite bubbly i'm warm um and i'm caring um, i've got a family so i've got two boys and a stepdaughter um 12 8 and 7 um, where I came from, so I'm born actually in born, in born and bred in Devonport, oh, Devonport. on the shore. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So I attended Devonport Primary, Belmont Intermediate, and Takapuna Grammar. Mm-hmm. So fully entrenched there, um, and I have kind of had an array of kind of careers in my life and I'm really excited to be at a point where um, this is going to be it for me and um, so I've come from before here I was actually working at uh, Aurora Financial as an insurance advisor Mm -hmm. and previous to that a careers advisor and gateway coordinator at my old high school Takapuna Grammar. Oh that's fantastic. And obviously you worked for, sorry maybe I shouldn't have jumped in but I will now, Uh, you also worked in New Zealand. Correct, I did. That's really interesting. That was an extremely fun three years of my life. I'd never really travelled, so it exposed me to the world. Um, So I was a long-haul flight attendant and also a crew ambassador. So being a crew ambassador enabled me to travel business class over to Singapore and do some road shows as well as um, do a bit of behind-the-scenes work on um, safety videos, all black videos mm-hmm. so yeah and no, I had a fantastic time mm-hmm. favorite um, city you've been to favorite city I've been to Vancouver oh I'm going there next year yes you are I am it's not about you though it's not about yeah. me sorry I didn't mean to steal that's okay no Vancouver is like a big New Zealand right cool you know it's um gorgeous outside got shopping's great um lots of outdoor activities the people are all friendly um yeah i, I absolutely love vancouver can i ask you something lucy you know mm-hmm. when you're obviously mid mid flight yeah do the pilots sleep yeah 
Do they sleep? Yep, so in the airplane. <laughs> what a, what a yeah. Do you know what I'm doing? He's flying to um, Oh, you're States. scaring him. Are you scaring him? He, he does not like flying. No, they do sleep, but I will assure you that there are still pilots flying the plane while the other pilots sleep. The, yes. That's the autopilot, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, cool. There you go, Sanj. <laughs> autopilot. Sunny, I feel better Fantastic. Oh, cool. Um, so we actually we actually have secret beds, so you wouldn't even know. It looks like a door to a toilet, but you need a little code to go up. So what happens is we run our dinner service once everyone's on the plane, because generally it's like a nighttime flight if you're going long haul. Um, all of us are up. We run the dinner service, we clear up, and then we have first crew rest. So the people who are on first rest, they get to go upstairs, and we have beds so little beds they're kind of in little pods and you have a curtain that you close and you go to sleep depending on the flight time for roughly around three hours and then someone will tap you on the feet when it's ready to wake up and those people who are on second rest will then go to sleep as you get up and monitor the cabin until breakfast time wow, wow. that's amazing yeah um what's the and then you have to freshen yourself up and yes, everything because you're yeah, kind of like yeah. half dead yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what's the best thing about that job that you found well, I actually, I, I really did enjoy the customers a lot of the time and to be able to be there um, for situations like emergency situations in terms of clients, you know, having situations on board where you have to help them, whether they've fainted. Have you, fa- have you faced those or like... Um, yeah, we had a heart attack on board. Oh, sure. So um, he actually, we were coming back from Rarotonga, um, long flight time, five hour flight time back and he um, collapsed in the toilets with his daughter. He was um, in his 90s. Um, and we got to the aid quickly, and um, he actually ended up surviving, went to Middlemore Hospital, and um, it was a good outcome. So cool. But it was, you know, it was scary, but knowing that you were there to help um, was fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to just ask you a couple more, because this is really interesting. <laughs> That's um, all right. Because we, we, we never get the chat to... Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, go, you go. Yeah. go now? Yeah, of course you can. My last question. Yeah. Promise you last question around flying. Have you, have you ever had really, really bad turbulence? I have, I have had turbulence, but it hasn't been, like, super bad. We definitely had to brace. Yeah. Um, when we were in the aisle with our carts, um, but it wasn't so severe that it, yeah. I'll tell you one thing. When we were flying back from Hong Kong, Alicia and I, this was pre-kids, I hated flying. I still hate flying. I don't mind taking off or landing. I hate turbulence. Because that's my thing. Yeah. We hit this pocket of air and the plane dropped out of the sky. Yeah. Like bam. bam, yeah, and I'm like, oh, and then Alicia's combed out. She's completely sleeping. Nothing That's can weird. wake her up. Yeah. I look to the left, and there's this guy praying. Oh. And I'm that like, wouldn't make oh, you feel any good. Here we go. And then <laughs> I, everything stopped, and I'm like, okay, cool. And then it starts going. Buh, 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 buh. I'm like, okay, I'm reading my paper. And the one thing that I do, I look up at the seatbelt sign, and I'm like, shit, if this thing goes off, we're in for some turbulence. <laughs> Lo and behold, ding. <laughs> turbulence like you've never seen like on a for how long a, probably about a good minute and a half which yeah. to me felt like half an hour That's the thing, not you great know? when you've got trays and cutleries no. all in front and of you like and everyone's like going clear my plate yeah, clear my screaming, plate babies are starting to wake and <laughs> yeah. it's just mm. like a, uh, but what what i wanted to ask is have mm. you ever had to deal with like an obnoxious drunken bloody 
Uh, yeah, we definitely did have to uh, turn people away once it had enough. Because I think right. what people don't realise is kind of one equates to two in mm-hmm. the sky. Um, and you kind of just have to separate them and sit yeah. them down the back and, and hope that they... We do have handcuffs on board if we need to use them. Wow. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah we can uh, restrain right people. Wow. Yeah, and we're taught how to do that. We have lots of... Uh, yeah, we have to have lots of training. Um, and we have a security guy that comes in and teaches us all how to kind of maneuver them and where to place them. Um, you know, I've had to do deportees on, on board and stuff, but I mean, luckily I never had to put anyone in handcuffs. They calmed, okay. they calmed down. Wow. Okay. I think the alcohol put them to sleep eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for sharing a bit of background around your um, New Zealand That's career. That's okay. Yeah. It was a fun career while it lasted and, yep. um, in New Zealand are a great company and, um, I feel privileged to have had the experience with them. Awesome. Nice. Fantastic. And um, yeah. which brings us well brings you here yeah you're, you're here with us now i am tell us a little bit about insurance how you landed or why you chose the insurance path and what it means to you to be an insurance advisor pretty much i guess i got to a point in time in my life where i had to kind of make a decision as to where i wanted to head i wanted growth i wanted to help people um i wanted you know a bit of flexibility um and i wanted to work with a great company mm-hmm. and um so i did a little bit of research and i also spoke to a friend of mine who has his own business he's just a one-man ship mm-hmm. And it really did interest me. So while I was at Takapuna Grammar, I decided that although I loved my job helping the students, um, it was time for me to just kind of give myself a bit of a push, mm-hmm. learn again something new. Um, and so I started my level five financial advising papers um, through Open Polytechnic, through distance learning. And I really enjoyed what I was learning. It helped me see a lot about my own finances and taught me a lot about how to manage my own finances through the process. Um, and so I continued on with that and that's when I um, landed a job for an insurance company um, and started there. Cool. Um, but you know, things happen sometimes when you enter a job, maybe companies don't quite fit for you. Yep. And so I was super excited when I was able to join Money Empire. Yes. I'm relatively obviously new to the industry, mm-hmm. um, but I love putting, you know, helping people. And if I can go out there and get them kind of best price value, you know, um, and give them that assurance that they themselves and their family is protected um, if they're ever in need, mm-hmm. um, is yeah is awesome fantastic i think the industry itself has gone through a bit of a change and has been going through a bit of a change in the last sort of five years it's and i hope no one minds me saying this it's a really male dominated industry and it is. it's really fresh to see um, people like yourself who are coming through the ranks and obviously decided to push for that future because um for people who are listening who are thinking about doing the same courses that you did did you find it hard how long did it take was it easy to sort of look if you apply yourself mm-hmm. um it's it's you know it's not brain surgery yep. but you know you do have to apply yourself and you have to put in the time um and it is distance learning as well so you are you know, all, online. Of, all online yep. yeah um i mean um, yeah so you've just got to apply yourself do the reading um 
and so i i mean i didn't i found it interesting sure you know so when you find something interesting it's a lot easier it's far easier yeah. um you know i was juggling work and family life and study so that was a challenge but i think if you're driven a, driven enough to hit your goals and i knew i would never become an insurance mm-hmm. advisor without my level five mm-hmm. qualification which actually is fantastic mm-hmm. because i think having compliance around these sorts of things mm-hmm. gives people trust yeah. um and yeah so i yeah i found it i found it interesting challenging and aspects but i'm really and rewarding and rewarding totally Totally. like you know seeing my certificate there um and i do have a bachelor in education as well so to be able to look at both my qualifications um i give myself a pat on the back for that you're a great new zealander tell us um how long did that take with you juggling life and everything else how long did your course take um i would say it took about three three months okay. three or four months but wow. i did power it out okay so you know i was very fortunate when i joined aurora that they did give me some time during the day and stuff yes. to do my studies mm-hmm. um and i was exposed to other financial um visors so they were able to kind of help me and share in their knowledge um so but when i was at school obviously if i was still working a full-time job it probably i would have taken my time a bit mm-hmm. more but you know if you were to be able to do it full-time you yep. could definitely get through the work mm-hmm. um and then it's about applying that knowledge mm-hmm. you talked about uh, a couple of times around being, being challenging is there anything in particular that you found challenging or difficult or hard? I think getting back into the study yeah. do you know and back into the writing of things you know and it wasn't essays as such but it was case studies you know you were really having to think and when you haven't been an advisor before yeah. um, then you know it, it it can be quite challenging but I mean Open Polytechnic uh, were helpful in the fact that if you did submit an assignment they would come back with some with feedback and you'd have a couple of times where you could resubmit and they would let you know kind of where you went wrong and maybe where to go back into the course content and have a look so you know they were there to help help you succeed um, so challenging and getting back into the study mode back into the reading mode um, and and also kind of around the compliance and all the the le- legislation, you know, because that's quite challenging to read totally. in itself. Like, even for me, like who knows all the acts that are yeah. out there that have been, you know, formed and exactly. Yeah. But you know what? I mean, the internet is a beautiful thing. We can always go back and refresh, yeah. and um, yeah. So so those were kind of my challenges that I faced. Yeah. Oh. Someone um, who's starting now, mm-hmm. the path now. What would be your um, sort of key message? Don't give up. Yeah. <laughs> Don't give up. I mean, the world throws a lot at you um, on a daily basis with family life and you know expectations and work. And I mean, I'm OCD about my cleaning, so that's uh, that's an issue. And my exercise. So <laughs> when you're trying to fit everything in, sometimes it all becomes a bit much, right? But don't give up on your dreams and where you want to be. Set yourself kind of. Um, I'm a big list writer, so you know when I want things to achieve things in the day, if I get it off my mind and onto paper and it's visual, um, yeah, set yourself small goals yeah. towards your big goal, sure. and uh, yeah, just don't give up. Keep persevering one day at a time. Awesome. Love it, love it. Um, <laughs> just quickly back to insurance and risk management. Yes. Tell us, um, looking for the best insurance options, how do people know where to begin and what the right insurance is for them. That's why they come to an advisor. Uh, Yes, yes, thank you. (laughs) Simple, right? Yeah. But a lot of people don't know this. They get insurance from a bank or online, Pinnacle Life, all that wash down stuff, right? And and they don't really know what they're getting, Mm -hmm. why they're getting it, Mm -hmm. what it actually does. 
Um, so I think if you come to an advisor, then you're getting a service um, where we can actually sit down and we can go through what your goals are, what your financial obligations are, and what it is, uh, what risks you're really trying to, um, you know, protect and create a risk strategy, um, management strategy that works for them and within their budget. Yeah. And we have the ability to go to the providers that we work with, and we can compare prices, we can compare policy wordings and ratings. Um, so we we can come away and and get them the best fit yeah. for their current needs and you know as advisors um we put them our clients first you know uh, we're so legally obliged care, right? to yeah. Yeah. yeah um so yeah that's why you'd come to an advisor absolutely and then you know we we underwrite all um at application time mm-hmm. you know so um, everything is fully disclosed there's fully no disclosed, non-disclosure no honesty transparency mm-hmm. and then when it comes to time you know obviously we don't want to be claiming mm-hmm. but if you do need to claim um you you know the company has the provider has your back you know when i started i never knew what the word under underwriting or, or underwritten meant like i never knew that like it, people were throwing it when i started off in the industry people were like oh this needs to be underwritten or has this been underwritten and i'm like shit what does this actually mean it's basically the risk transfer it right? is right and then mm. i the way that i was taught was you literally put down like a client's name mm-hmm. and then you put a little line under it yeah underwriting underwriting and then everything that comes you know from that client client in terms of their situation what their um medical history is um and that's the way that the insurance companies offer their service for a premium right yeah well you're transferring your risk onto the insurance yeah. provider so they need to be fully aware totally and i guess that's the risk that you face if you go somewhere that only underwrites at time of claim mm-hmm. mm. cool um so from a, sorry, yes from go a, on from a client, I'm a, I'm a client. from a mm. client's point of view when i Correct me if I'm wrong. When I go to an advisor, you have different options that you can throw at me. Whereas if I go to a a single provider, mm. the only thing they have, only product they have, is their product. Like a bank, right? Well, like yeah. A bank. Yeah. That, that, yeah. That, that and and you'll it. find the bank's application process. Yes, it's easy because it's like five minutes. Yes. But like I said, it, they, they haven't gone through that full disclosure, yeah. which isn't safeguarding you. Mm-hmm. And so then you end up paying all this money and thinking you have all this protection. Yeah. And then when it comes time when you are actually, you know, you're stressed. <laughs> you need help, you know, um, you need that financial security, um, then sometimes it doesn't all go to plan. Yeah. Quickly, because yeah. I think Saskia, our producer Saskia here right next to me, <laughs> I think we should turn this into a bit of a series as well. We can do a little bit of a topics with Lucy because I can tell she's a natural at podcasts, right? <laughs> she was nervous <laughs> right? coming I was on nervous. here. Oh my God, we can't get you to stop talking now. It's <laughs> fantastic. I think she should be here. Oh, yeah, oh here. No, 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 no. No, I was just going to say, you know, again, we're not going to go into too much detail because we, no, can, we, can, we can segment them out. But yeah. what do you find really annoying around Kiwis and how they treat or look at insurance? Well, they, I guess... It's the whole we'll be all right yeah. thing. Yes, sure. Um, until it happens to you, right? And then also, I guess, there's kind of a stigma around, you know, real estate agents, you know, insurance advisors, mortgage advisors, that we're here to get you. Totally. But we're not. We're yeah, here totally. to help you. It used to be that way. People were it like, insurance brokers would literally door knock and... Yeah, or, or to just change you to make money and, you Absolutely. know, not well, consider you. People would just you. think of like a, them with like a dollar sign on top of their head, right? Exactly. But I mean, yes, we do this to earn ourselves a living, but but where it comes from is that we do genuinely care. Yeah. And we also feel like what 
what the um i guess the products that we're letting our clients understand i mean we're not selling it to them i mean if you know they need to take value in it um is that it's important it's just one of those things you know you you could ask someone who has been through a hard time that didn't have insurance exactly and you can ask them you know what did they my biggest bugbear is is that uh, the moment something happens let's say this interest rates have gone up or Mm -hmm. incomes come down or whatever it is the first thing that goes mm. is the insurance. insurance. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's not right. your coffee. It's not yeah. your entertainment yeah. budget. It's insurance. Yeah. It's and very then, true. And something happens, it's too late. Yeah. Absolutely. And, where are you gonna- and I, I guess we've got to understand we get car insurance like mm-hmm. we don't even think about it, right? Yeah. Um, but, you know, our income is our biggest asset. Yeah. And if, if we can't earn an income, you can't provide, you can't create opportunities. And we all know that financial stress is, is a huge huge stress and it gets people down yeah. money doesn't buy you happiness but you know at the same it's point pretty close, pretty close. <laughs> it gives Security. you those opportunities <laughs> and it gives you time if you are sick to you know actually focus on the things yeah. that matter yeah. right it gives you options right it gives you options but you know our health is important and if we're not healthy and we can't go to work for some reason it's nice to know that you know we're, we're we've you know i guess secured ourselves yeah. To know life that to continue the same way it was before yeah, yeah exactly and especially when you've got children sure. and the ones that depend on you you know i think it is our responsibility to protect ourselves and our families yeah. fabulous you're a natural at this <laughs> and uh, we'll have a few more but for now it's yeah we did all right 25 half an hour that's fantastic um pleasure to have you and welcome you to the team me. and I'm we hope so to have excited. you on the podcast um, many times again yes yes <laughs> thanks so much thanks Brian. bye thanks for listening to beyond the field if you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast please share it with your mates or leave a rating and review to catch all the latest you can follow us on instagram at beyond the field podcast or send us an email at info at beyond the thanks again and we'll see you all next time